Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We continue to react to the scandal surrounding the New York, excuse me, New York, surrounding the um, Houston Astros. I do, I love, I love what John Carlos said. John Carlos Stanton, of course, who's from he actually went to high school. You could ride a bike. I don't think you, eh, you could run to it if you're a runner, but from where our Sherman Oaks studios are, uh, he went to, uh, he went to Notre Dame, right? He played, um, played football, played, played baseball there, obviously. And John Carlos Stanton's a stud. <laughs> he did do the, like, yeah, you know, I, I could have hit, uh, this is John Carlos Stanton yesterday. If I knew what was coming in 2017, I probably would hit 80 plus home runs. Now, maybe he's telling the truth, but I just love the, uh, you know, I could have hit any home runs if I knew it was coming. 
Uh, listen, John Carlo, I've seen you hit the breaking ball. <laughs> I've seen you swing and miss at the breaking ball. I'm not sure you could have hit breaking balls if you knew they were coming. But anyway, it would have been. Here's actually a really. This is, I think, how everybody feels. John Carlo Stanton of the New York Yankees, who, of course, 2017 had a monster year. Quote, it would have been better if there was an apology and explanation on their side. We know the Astros don't really care to give an apology and explain their side, and it was showed by their response. As players, we know that. You know the repercussions of doing something like that. You're only really sorry because you get caught. I don't think the penalties were harsh enough player-wise. I think that at the end of the day, it gives you more incentive to do that if you're not going to punish the players that took part in it. Now, this is a statement from the MLBPA, and this is really important for you to hear, and I think it educates all of us okay, on the process. Because yesterday, Rob Manfred came out, and he's like, look, and Rob Manfred's background, he's a former labor lawyer, so it's not like he doesn't understand the ramifications of possible suspensions, etc. MLB said from the outset that it was not intent to it was not its intent to discipline players. That was not surprising because the applicable rules do not allow for player discipline because even if they even if they did, players were never notified of the rules to begin with. And because uh, in past cases involving electronic sign stealing, MLB had stated the club personnel were responsible for ensuring compliance within the rules. So this is MLBPA, who has an entirely different mess on their hands, saying, look, the commissioner couldn't have suspended them even if he wanted to because they weren't notified of breaking the rules. And if they weren't notified, they can't be suspended. I would say this would be a really interesting legal fight. And there's probably a possibility that the players would win if they were suspended. But again, it only iterates and reiterates several of the issues here. It doesn't even matter to anyone if the suspension stuck. It doesn't. No one cares if the suspensions stick. No one even cares about the length of the suspensions. It's the idea that the MLBPA has done, that the MLB, MLB has done nothing to the players. Zero. Not a freaking thing. Nothing. To, to back down to cower and go like, well, you know, we would have lost in court. Okay, so you lose in court. That's It's still a win if you get to court because then you can display exactly the levels of cheating that took place. You know, it, this is, it, it's just like what women tell you guys all the time. Hey, it's the thought that counts, right? It's the thought that counts. Just show me you're thinking about me. Leave me a note in my car. You know, you got to at least try, show some effort here. I, I do, do. Do you think we don't understand those of us who have covered sports for our professional lives? Like I have, you think we don't understand the MLBPA is super powerful. Like, look, I don't even think the MLBPA understood just how ticked their constituency is. Like that, that's what's, I, are fans mad? Yeah. Fans are going to be mad. Okay. But like Saints fans are mad at the NFL and, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't affect things. When Major League Baseball's players are, there's infighting within the players, infighting essentially within the union, like that's never happened before in the history of this sport. We had dudes setting records, getting huge salaries on steroids. Everyone supposedly in the sport knew. No one said bubkiss about it. 
Like even Barry Bonds, when he went to went to trial, like people weren't ripping Barry Bonds, and yet Barry Bonds had done the, essentially the same thing. He, the, all these steroid guys kept non-steroid guys out of baseball. Their careers got elongated, so plenty of young guys who are coming coming up stayed in the minor leagues or never got the opportunity to be starters. Like they 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 really they really hurt a portion a you know uh, there's about a five to 10 year window where it was hard to break in unless you were a juicer because all these guys were all of a sudden where normally your, your career lifespan ended in your early thirties. Now it was like going to late thirties. Why? Cause they were using performance enhancing drugs elongate their careers. And so guys that were coming up in the minors, there's this group of players like, dude, I can't break through unless I juice up. And many of them chose not to and didn't make it. You think, and, and some made it, but they were, you know, platoon players and whatever. And they're ticked, but they didn't say anything. Now, 20 years later, all these guys are speaking out. Like, hey, you ruined guys' careers. And I don't think they've ruined many guys' careers. Like, I, I think we're kind of overselling a little bit. Manfred's ha- has done a a good job of having a having full disclosure on the investigation. But sometimes when you disclose fully what you're doing, you show your inadequacies. Because even though legally, through the collective bargaining agreement, you can't suspend players uh, for a rule that they weren't notified that they were breaking. First thing is, they all knew they were breaking it. Right? Um, But Rob Manfred, though he doesn't have Roger Goodell's power, he does have a stipulation as commissioner of Major League Baseball that he hasn't used. And his predecessors didn't use, which is if it's in the best interest of the sport. Everyone knows he has that. He can do it's it's we talked about this when Alex Rodriguez was suspended a second time, you know, and he got the longest suspension in the history of the sport. Some of it was was whittled down. He did come back and eventually he was ushered off in retirement. You can suspend a guy because it's in the best interest of the sport. It's the because I said so. Right. That's essentially the power he has. But he, because he's a lawyer and because the MLBPA lawyered up as well, he backed down. He offered full immunity in an effort to fully disclose exactly what happened and how it happened and be kind of the only honest guy in the room. And some of us have leapt to conclusions, myself included, that, you know, what you could what you could and could not do. My point is simple. I get it. Those guys may never sit a game because of what they did. They may never lose a penny. They may never lose a ring. They may never lose a piece of metal because um, they have really good lawyers and a really good collective bargaining agreement. That doesn't matter. It's the thought that counts. And Manfred and Major League Baseball not not understanding, we, we don't, we don't expect everyone to get the death penalty, right? But we do expect you sometimes to overpenalize knowing that the courts are going to dial it back. Dial it back. It's it's like when you tell your kid, hey, you're grounded for a month. You don't want them to be grounded. You don't want them in your house for a month on Friday and Saturday nights. You start a month and then you're like, all right, good behavior. We let you off early. And I think that would have eliminated so much of this discussion. The, the second part, and this is really, really important. 
The Astros not only missed the mark in their apology, but the idea that Manfred, who said this yesterday, couldn't get them to even talk until he gave them full immunity tells you they they were never sorry about what they did, ever. Because if you felt bad, you would have said like, hey, listen, we, we did something wrong. We screwed up. We shouldn't have done it. Here's what we did. Sorry. You simply do that. This thing goes away. But instead, it's become such a big story in sports that LeBron freaking James is tweeting about it, which I think is awesome. It just shows it's like once something from sports creeps over into the Today Show, you know, to, you know, once it leaves the realm of Fox Sports Radio and of the other sports radio networks, now all of a sudden it has new life because there are lots of people. I mean, like, look, the findings, was it two weeks ago that they were announced? It wasn't like this just happened yesterday. This is a forest fire that started and they're like, ah, we have a little forest fire. You know, it's like 5% contained. Don't worry about it. And then every morning you wake up and the winds have blown it. And now it's less and less and less contained. You got Mike Trout who never says anything ripping the Astros. You got Aaron Judge saying an MVP was stolen from him. You got John Carlos Stanton saying, hey, man, you, you tell me what's coming. I'm going to hit 80 home runs. Nick Marques is saying they should beat them all. I don't think they should say beat. I think it's, I think it's a misquote. I think it's a misquote. It makes a lot more sense. But the point is that all of this could have, could have been handled and it could have gone away and it would have been a back page. It would have been a baseball-only story if Rod Manfred had been more heavy-handed and if the Houston Astros had been in any way contrite. Neither happened. And I completely understand that Manfred, in his lawyerly way, was like, what's the point? That, that's kind of what he's saying. What's the point? It wouldn't have stuck anyway. The point is the symbolism. The symbolism of charges. The symbolism of taking away a World Series. That's the point. The thought is what counts. And, and, and you, know what, you know who looks good today? Roger Goodell looks good today. Roger Goodell looks good today. Be- because for years, you've heard from anti-commissioner people and even players in the National Football League, man, Goodell has too much power. Goodell has too much power. He's judge, jury, and executioner. When you appeal, Goodell hears the appeal. That's a joke. We got to change that. And right now, Roger Goodell's sitting there going like, really? Okay. This is what happens when you have checks and balances, you have a powerless commissioner. It's what happens in the NCA. They got all these check, checks and balances. The, the NCA, the Mark Emmer can't do, do stuff. He can't do anything without getting the approval of all the schools. I mean, Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball, he's powerless. He can suspend guys all he wants. It's not going to stick. Why? Because there's checks and balances. Adam Silver, same thing. The team cheated, admitted to cheating, and they can't suspend them for a, a player for a game. Right? There's no power there. Like, say what you want about Roger Goodell being too heavy-handed and too involved in all the player personnel and all this other stuff. But you know what, Roger? If somebody cheats in football, like, look, th- think about this. Tom Brady, we have no idea. 
we have no idea if Tom Brady had ordered the footballs to be deflated. Right? Remember the the PSI scandal, right? The PSI test. If if you forgot, after Deflategate, the NFL ordered um, uh, basically a research project, which they were going to test the airing of footballs, the airing up of footballs before the game, halftime, after the games to see, you know, what the PSI was the very next season after Deflategate. Does anybody know what happened to those? No one has any idea. Like the NFL has buried it. I'm guessing it probably. It probably vindicates the Patriots, to be honest with you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it indicts the Patriots. We don't know. But he didn't have cell phone knowledge. Tom Brady wouldn't tell him anything, right? All they could do is pull text messages. And with some innuendo, with some innocuous comments about the deflator, et cetera, et cetera, they suspended the greatest quarterback ever for four games. He never admitted to it. No one copped to it. There isn't anyone who said that it happened. There's no video of it happening. And they don't have any sort of PSI judge to be able to tell you that this doesn't normally happen. They're kind of guessing. Rob Manfred has him. He's got the he's got the Houston Astros by the uh <clears throat> lower intestines. And he can't do a damn thing about it. Say what you want about Goodell's power and if he abuses that power but at least he can protect his sport the way in which the owners see fit whereas rob manfred can negotiate deals can be a cheerleader can try and change playoff rules but the truth is the power to discipline he just doesn't have i think that's a win for football be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Should be pointed out, there's a story yesterday that the Dolphins may have changed uh, their mind, right? The, the whole, I mean, the whole year, there's been this sense in South Beach that um, Tua is the guy that they've been tanking for, and now maybe they're, maybe they're changing, right? Maybe they're changing. And the story goes that instead of Tua being the guy that they want to draft, maybe, just maybe, it's Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Now, is it just Herbert because Detroit owns the third pick and he won't be there? But the Lions suddenly skyrocketing up. Of course, there were rumors of the Lions wanting to it to buy a Logan and moving on from Matt Stafford last week, which the Lions came out and shot down. Detroit owns the third pick. Miami has the fifth pick. Might be a good idea to start thinking about Matt Stafford's replacement. He's 32. He's coming off a back injury and he's under contract only through, through 2023. And, and if you think about it, like, look, Tua's probably not going to be ready to play this year anyway. Not like you're everyday week to week. Like, he, he ain't ready. You know? Like, if a guy's drafted and he's going to play, Tua's not really started throwing full out. We're close to March. 
Like he's not going to be he's not going to be ready to be the starting starting quarterback in the NFL coming off major hip surgery week one of next year. So you let him sit behind established veteran, which I mean, didn't this just work out in Kansas City? Like one of the things that I, Pat has allowed Pat Mahomes to be great because Pat Mahomes was not what you see now. I mean, I t- I talked to people in. Uh, one organization that drafted a quarterback that year, and they're like, look, we love Pat Mahomes' talent, but his footwork was bad. He had some bad off-the-field habits. Seen as a little bit lazy, you know? And then on the field, like, he was good, but he wasn't like he was always working hard, first one in, last one out. So Kansas City drafts him, and he sits, and he watches Alex Smith, who's a pro's pro. Like, all of that stuff helped um, Pat Mahomes become who he is. Like, we we have this rush to play people. This rush to play people. And here the Kansas City Chiefs are, and granted, they were, they were blessed with the fact they had Alex Smith, who was a Pro Bowl caliber player. Good, not great. And they sat Pat Mahomes the entire year until week 17, and then they trade away Alex Smith and gave him the, and the next second year, he's an, he's an MVP. Now, that doesn't mean that was what happened, and Tua doesn't have the off the field uh, or the lack of you know study hab- the study habits the way that Mahomes did, but his body's not ready. And it's really hard to think you're when you're playing in Alabama, you got better players than the other team. Now you kind of got to adjust to the speed and not you know change your body, change your game. Like it's actually not a bad plan. Everybody thinks that if you draft Tua, it means you're trading Stafford right away. No, keep them both. And it's also interesting how we label certain players. Detroit's idea of trying to move on from Stafford because we've labeled him overrated because they haven't won a playoff game. Like, look, they they played in Dallas. And uh, this is, you know, five years ago or so. Remember remember when the the Dez caught it? The Cowboys beat the Lions in the first week of the playoffs, but the Lions, they got a bunch of bad calls. They have calls that went against them. It was iffy at best. Um, they've been in the playoffs, just haven't won. And, and keep in mind, Calvin Johnson retired early. They've never really had a run game or top-tier offensive weapon since Megatron retired. And I, I think it says as much about the Lions organization as it does Stafford. Keep in mind, like they're in the same division with the Packers, the Vikings, who have been uber-talented, and the Bears, who have had a couple of years where they've had dominant defenses. Like the Lions didn't win. A, remember the Lions didn't win a game. The the there's all this talk about the Bengals being the worst organization in football, and now then the Browns, and we forget like the Lions were the first team to go winless. So, I do I think that and and of course you should be cautious of Stafford and his rehabilitation. We saw Joe Flacco has never been the same since his back surgery. We don't know, but backs are not like the injuries are not like. What it doesn't matter. But we, we have in our mind that Stafford's not a winner. I'm not sure that's totally fair. The organization has a ton of its own issues. Even if he's not able to get you to the heights you want to get to, he can still really play, really throw if he's healthy. And just because you draft Tua doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Tua's not going to be ready to go. This is not a terrible plan. Not a terrible plan. And instead of going short-term, this is a long-term build-out. Hey, we get the best quarterback in the draft. 
especially if Joe Burrow goes one, and most people think that Tua, if healthy, is actually a better quarterback, like you could have a Sam Bradford type deal where he falls to you. Sam Darnold, sorry, not Sam Darnold. Sam Sam Darnold. Not a terrible plan. So maybe Caesars knows something we don't. Maybe it's just the sensibility of it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, and odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let's get to uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Let's get to the prospects, shall we? Uh, If you look at, let's start with Joe Burrow. Do you think Joe Burrow should pull an Eli Manning? Um, That's tough. I I think he's, you know, he used the phrase like, I'm going through the process and trying to learn everything. Um, I, I looked at it from two different standpoints. One, you've got a team that hasn't, you know, won a uh, playoff game since Joe Burrow's been alive. He's 23 years old. So there's that side of it. But then I was talking to somebody the other day. They said, you know, the, the, the Bengals don't spend a lot on free agency. They're kind of a draft and sign their own team. Um, but really, if you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're, you know, they're, they're very similar in the way that they operate. Obviously, they've had so much more success. Um, so I, I, can see, I can see why people would say that. For me personally, I would say no. Um, I think you've got a, some some talent in place there in Cincinnati for him to come in and be uh, pretty successful early on. But um, I get it. I, I, if I was an agent, I would be uh, I would be having that conversation. Yeah, I it's it's super interesting to me. Um, I just I don't think the Bengals aren't going to trade him. Even if they'd no. be smart to trade him, they're not going to trade him because that's the Bengals. So it it feels like a kind of fruitless. It, it well, kind of, there's two ways though, Doug. There's two ways. There's this has been done two different ways. Right, Eli Manning, and the man, you know they tried to finesse it behind the scenes, right? Not not going public, you know, trying to keep it behind the scenes as much as possible. Um, where then you have the John Elway, which is scorched earth. You know, we're going public, and there's no chance I'm not playing there. Um, so to me, if you try and go public with this, it's not going to end well because they're going to be, you know, Mike Brown's not going to play that game. Right. That, that's the that's the beauty. To, that's the beauty to Eli Manning. Right. That's the yeah. beauty of Eli Manning is that Eli Manning. And no matter who did him wrong in his mind during his career, you never heard a negative word from Eli Manning. Ever. No. Ever, no. ever, ever. Like, that's the genius to the Manning family is, like, you kind of keep his hand, his hands never get bloodied, and yet all the, all, all of the dealing gets done. Yep. He got yep. McAdoo and fired, and, and no one ever, like, McAdoo didn't see it coming. He got, they, they bench him, McAdoo's gone, general manager's gone, Eli Manning back as starting quarterback. That's brilliant. Well, yeah, I mean that's what's going to be. That's going to be a fascinating thing. I mean, I don't think it's 
doesn't sound like anything strategy wise has been decided at this point in time. And, and like I said, if they, if they are going to try and orchestrate it and try and make that happen, then the, the only way it's going to happen is for us not to know anything about it, you know, and then it just goes in another direction. Doug, is he the best quarterback prospect? Yes. Yes. Uh, I, he's, He's outstanding, you know, and you you go watch him, and this year, if you want to, you know, put the positives and the negatives, the negative is he doesn't have a huge arm, and I don't know where else to go on the negatives, because everything else is so good, uh, you know, pocket awareness, uh, poise, accuracy, touch, playmaking ability, decision-making, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. Um, he played at a very high level this year, despite not having one of those huge arms. So how how important is remember they play outdoors in Cincy, outdoors in Cleveland, yep. outdoors in Baltimore, outdoors in Pittsburgh. It's in the AFC, a lot more outdoor uh road games. How important is that arm strength? Well, I think it's 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 important what you ask him to do and what you run. And I think if you want to be a, you know, a two tight end team and a play action team and a shot team, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a good match scheme wise or weather wise. I think when you do what they did last year, which is empty the formation, five and six man protections, he has got you know as good a vision as I've seen from a quarterback to be able to get the ball out of your hands. I don't think that the arm strength will play into it. He's gonna get the ball out and, and be like it'll be like watching the Patriots what they've done with Tom Brady is how he's gonna operate. And obviously, um, you know we've seen with Brady, you're only throwing you know how many balls you're gonna be really really driving the ball outside the they don't, he doesn't have to do it a lot because he can pick you apart with his brain and then touch it up over the top. So uh, I, I think if you run the right offense, I don't think the weather, weather will be an issue there in Cincinnati for him. How much off his fastball has Drew Brees lost? Um, well, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely lost some. And I think this is what I'm anxious to see the number on this, what the, what the contract will look like for Drew Brees next year, and then what the playtime split will look like. You know, if they do find a way to get Taysom Hill back there, uh, because there are there are some physical limitations that, um, that that you can see. I mean, how you know what is what percentage has he lost? I mean, I couldn't tell you that, Doug. But that's you know he's definitely you know, he definitely does not have the same juice that he had previously. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw the stat. The fewest yards traveled uh, per pass of of any quarterback in the NFL. Like they know it, everybody knows it, and that doesn't seem like something that's going to get better. Are you as sold on Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill's upside as the Saints are? I wouldn't say that. I'm cur- I would say curious would be the word I would use more so than sold. Um, I just know. I mean, I saw the guy run all over the field at BYU and just run around and make plays, but he couldn't stay healthy playing that style. And he's been able to do it in small doses at the NFL level. Uh, but I would have. I mean, if you're going to pay that much money or a ton of money to somebody like that, um, I mean, I gosh, I I I wouldn't have too many uh, uh, good nights of sleep because I'd be really really nervous about him physically holding up. Doug Gottlieb, Shaw on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Daniel Jeremiah. There continues to be rumors about uh, Tua going to Detroit. And while the Lions shot it down, Vegas thinks it's just as likely that he goes there as he does to Miami. I, I kind of beginning to make sense of it, right? Like, just because you draft him doesn't mean you have to play him. You just look at Pat Mahomes and what they did there, right? With Pat Mahomes, they sat him for a year. Tua's not going to be ready to play with his hip. You're going to be very, very cautious about it. What do you think the possibility of or likelihood of him going to Detroit is? Well, I think it makes a ton of sense from an organizational standpoint of, okay, let's get the next guy in. Um, you know, Stafford's had some health issues lately. Um, 
you know, you could, after you brought him in, you could sit him for a year, Stafford continue to play for one year, and then you'd be able to trade Stafford and you'll get a better haul than the Chiefs got for Alex Smith. Uh, much better haul. So you'd be able to add some resources. So organizationally, it makes sense. The thing that doesn't make any sense to me at all, Doug, is you've got a head coach and a general manager in win now mode, you know, survival mode. So, you know, drafting a player that is not going to play this year is not going to help you in that regard. But there's reports out there that they're shopping Darius Slay, who's one of the best corners in the NFL. So that might be a situation where this is an organizational decision. It just might be a deal where you'd be drafting a quarterback for the next regime. You work for the L.A. Chargers. You cover them on radio. Um, Dana Jeremiah joining us. Move the Sticks is the podcast. NFL Network is his TV home. The L.A. Chargers is his radio home where, of course, he's the voice. He's the, the color voice of the Chargers. What, what do you think the, the likelihood is that they land Tom Brady? I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's, you know, and not from looking at it from the Chargers standpoint of wanting Tom Brady. I just don't think it makes as much sense for Tom Brady to leave New England. Um, this to me feels like he's been asking them to get him help for so long, but he never had leverage. And now he feels like he, he had to create some leverage and the threat of leaving in order to put their foot to the fire to get them to bring him some help. Um, so, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I can't picture him in another uniform, Doug. I just can't. I, I'll be shocked. You know, we can talk about it after it happens and he's a charger. If he's a Raider, um, yeah, I will be as shocked as anybody. Justin Herbert is somebody that looks the part. Is he the part, or is it? Is, does he, you know, is it the body like Tarzan, but doesn't play like Tarzan? Um, I just, I haven't been able to fall in love with him, Doug. I just, he's bit, you know. Look, if you want to put the checklist, he checks a lot of boxes. You talk about, you know, size, athletic ability, arm strength, intelligence, character, work ethic, all that stuff. Off the charts, great. But he guides the football. He's a little bit robotic. He's not really a playmaker. Um, he's he's inconsistent. Um, you know, it just he's got some mechanical things that his front side flies open. That kind of hurts his accuracy. Now against pressure, he's not great. Um, so, uh, you know, from a distance, you know, it, it looks good. But when you really dig in and study it, there, there's. Uh, there's some legitimate reasons to be concerned about what he's going to be. I, I don't have him as a top 10 type player. Now I readily admit there's a good chance maybe goes in the top 10. Um, but to me, he was more of a back into the first round type of a player. Um, and maybe even a second round type player. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. He's easy to like, he's easy to root for as a, as a human being. He's such a good dude. Um, but there's still some question marks there. Uh, Jordan love is a guy who uh, I have heard, that there are some in the NFL they absolutely love. They fundamentally flawed, needs coaching, needs work, needs time. What What are your thoughts on the Utah State quarterback? Well, I would say Jordan Love in 2018. Now, everybody, we're going to talk so much about this this last year, and you know, 20 touchdowns, 17 picks, and he lost nine starters, the head coach, offensive coordinator, all that stuff was new. I'll make excuses for the kid, but it, you know, he did not play as well. But I've seen him play well. In 2018, he was 32 touchdowns, seven picks. Um, he was good against some, some good competition that they played against, or better than he was this year. And he can make every throw. He's got a live arm. He's just he's a more natural thrower than Herbert, just much more loose um, and explosive and dynamic. He is not ready to play. I mean, if you had to go play a game tomorrow in the NFL, you'd probably feel more comfortable with Herbert. Um, but Jordan loves the long-term play. If, if you can be patient with him, um, 
He's not Pat Mahomes. I know that's kind of the comparison that's been thrown out there. But you, a similar situation where you need to salt him away, uh, get him cleaned up a little bit mechanically, and the payoff could be huge. All right, help me out. Uh, Marcus Mariota, what's the best fit for him to be salvaged? I think the I think the Raiders actually make a lot of sense for him. Um, you know, I think I think getting to the West Coast, I would say the Raiders, I can make a case for the Raiders. I can make a case for the Chargers. I actually could make a case for the 49ers. You know, if he wanted to just kind of spend some time with Shanahan and, uh, uh, you know, look, Jimmy G has not proven that he can be durable. So you probably get a chance to play a little bit up there and, uh, and showcase what you can do in a system that we saw really highlight, you know, RG three during his rookie year in that Shanahan scheme. And they were creative and they found ways to really make him a player. Um, I think Mariota could benefit from some of that Shanahan magic in that way. Teddy Bridgewater, Carolina. Does that make sense? Because Joe Brady's there. I think that makes sense. You know, I haven't really put those two together uh, until you just said that. But that, no, I think that I think that makes sense. Um, How good is he? Yeah, you know, he he's he's he's. I would say we talk about it with me and Bucky. We always talk about trucks and trailers, right? He's not a truck. He's not going to pull the offense behind him. But he's a trailer. You have if you have all the other pieces in place, um, you could, you've got a, a good run game. You've got a really good defense. He's not going to screw it up. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to make the plays that are presented. He's just not going to create the plays um, that the big-time guys can create. So um, I think he's a lot more dependent on things around him than maybe some of these other guys. All right, your boy Phillip Rivers. Indy? Does Indy make more yeah, sense I've, than, than Yeah, than... that's it. I, I'd be shocked. I mean, I, I I guess I will use the word shocked, but I'd be very surprised if he's anywhere other than Indy. That just, it's, to me, it just, there's the connection there. It makes sense on his end wanting to go there. It makes sense on their end um, who can help them win right away with a good offensive line and a scheme he already knows. It just there's a lot of things that that make sense there. Uh, okay, can he still play though? I think so. I, I think he's he is more dependent on the offensive line than most quarterbacks. Um, maybe you can make a case in any quarterback to starting in the NFL, but they have a good offensive line, and I think if that's the case, he can still physically make all the throws. And the other thing about him, having done those games and been around him, Doug, um, he he he's beat up so much, and he doesn't tell anybody or say anything about it. Like you be you be talking to him one day, and you'll see a you'll see a huge knot on his you know on his throwing hand, you know, on his thumb, and be like, dude, what the heck happened? I'm good. I'm like, really, that does not look normal. Uh, but he he won't say anything about it. He just plays through it, and he was pretty beat up last year. Dana Jeremiah, our guest, Jameis Winston. Where does he play next year? Tampa, uh, I, you know, I saw, I think it uh, might have been Greg Rosenthal from, from NFL.com that wrote it, but somebody talked about how the transition tag, if this CBA doesn't get done um, before the start of the league year, then they're going to have transition tags you can use this year, uh, which means you get a right of, of refusal and you don't have to pay uh, quite that high a number as you would on a franchise tag. That just makes all the sense for Tampa because I don't know anybody was going to, you know, that would sign him. Uh, to that offer sheet if you, if you put that transition tag on him. All right, so what happens to Cam Newton? Whew. That one is, you know, I, I struggle with that one. You know, the one that I kind of came up with, if you if you were Chicago and you want to just pull a 180, that maybe you, you bring him in there. And, but he, uh, doesn't, he doesn't run anymore. He doesn't really run. And... He's going to have to. I mean, he's going to have to. He's going to have to get back to that if he wants to keep you know, he wants to keep his place as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's going to have to embrace that. He's just and, that is what. And, it is. and I don't. And I don't think he would embrace being a backup. Like he's kind of between a rock and a hard no. place a little bit. 
that's why I'm saying like you have to find somebody that's willing to to, to commit to them. You know, there, there's teams with obviously the Chargers are a team with an opening. Um, you know, I, I maybe they consider that, but. If I'm getting if I'm getting the version of Cam Newton that's not going to move around or I'm not going to be able to use some of the quarterback run game, then I, I don't know that I'd want to be in that market. If you can give me Cam Newton that's going to you know you tell me is healthy and I can move him around and, and do some of those things, now you know you're going to have a much bigger market for him. Mm. Going to be fascinating. L- last thing, uh, Dak Prescott. What do you think the number is? They got to get this thing done, don't they? I think they'll get it done. I mean, it's it's it doesn't sound like it was all that far away. And some of it just kind of can be in kind of the language stuff, kind of what I'd heard in terms of the guarantees and, you know, four years versus five years. But I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think it'll get done in terms of the overall number. Oh gosh. I mean, I would, I would think you're what 30, 34 maybe would be my guess. I mean, it's going to be up there. Would you spend 34 million on Dak Prescott? I, I think if you can do it, look with the salary cap, Doug. If if you have the cash, there's there's always room. So you just make it work. The, what you think is a bad contract right now is not going to be a bad contract in two years. So yeah, I, I would. Daniel Jeremiah, check out the Move the Sticks podcast. I do where I steal a bunch of my football information. We have them on weekly. You can also check them on the NFL Network. Getting ready for the NFL draft. Thanks so much, DJ. Thanks, folks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 